we're going to talk a bit of football. Uh, we're going to speak to Orlando Pirates Administrator Mr. Floyd Mbele following the 3-0 win over Kaiser Chiefs. I know the Buccaneers are very happy with this. It is the MTN 8 semi-final first leg, so there's still a second leg on Sunday at the FNB Stadium. But uh, I know that victory was overshadowed by the news. Well, not overshadowed, but I know a lot of Pirates fans were concerned now by news that the coach, Joe Zinbauer, was going back to Germany to deal with a family emergency. It led to a number of media houses speculating that he had resigned. Actually, not even speculating because most of them ran with the headline and uh, one of them had to apologize uh, and uh, the other one pulled out pulled uh, down at the tweet actually i'm not sure if they eventually apologize uh, to the club because the club released a statement and reiterated that this is not a resignation it is a family emergency and it's clear in black and white in the club statement so mr floyd Mbele will speak to us about that and hope and also the expectations of this new season that's all coming up on the show we'll start with talking to floyd Mbele after this break you can send us your comments for any of our topics today or your voice notes to 061-4104-107 that's the number for voice notes 061 we can SMS us to 41391 or call us directly on 011-714-2006. And let's welcome on the line Orlando Paris Administrator, Administrative Manager Mr. Floyd Mbele to look back at the derby and news of Coach Joe Zinbauer heading back to Germany due to a family matter. Floyd, good evening. Thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to your listeners, and thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. I know there are pressing matters, but we can't start without touching on the derby win against the Chiefs. Uh, you must be happy as management with that result, even though it's one leg and still another leg coming? Uh, fairly satisfied um, with the performance on the day, but uh, a lot still needs to be done. Um, as you're correctly saying, um, it's the first leg. You still have a second leg to go. And you also have a small matter of making sure that we go out and collect points in a midweek uh, match uh, on Wednesday. It, it, it becomes a bit difficult because we have to make sure that we don't lose focus. We've had a slow start, something that we'd wanted to avoid uh, this season in having a slow start because ordinarily we start kicking in a bit later on in the season. So the one thing that was quite important for us was to make sure that as the season starts, that we start with the right approach, the right attitude, and make sure that we're not too far off. Uh, we've had two draws, something that hasn't gone down well, obviously, for us. Um, so we have an opportunity on Wednesday to be able to redeem ourselves on that score and then to be able to think about the second leg thereafter. And just from where you were watching, Floyd, what would you say you worked for the team on the day against Chiefs? I think there's a lot of... I think there was, there was a different energy, different work ethic. But the derby is like that, you know. Um, it does not matter how you get into the derby beforehand. It just has a different energy, a different feel. It's an event on its own, whether there are supporters or not. And typically, there's a rivalry that's lasted over 50 years. So I think all those put together... Uh, and obviously, you deal with the question about the tactics on the day... Um, the squad and so on. So, yeah, it, it's a multifaceted thing. But, yeah, we, we welcome the result. And um, it just it just gives us a bit of confidence getting into Wednesday. And hopefully uh, we can be able to sustain it until next weekend. And we saw Tembinkosi Lodge putting in a man-of-the-match performance. What did you make of his attitude on, on the day? Because a lot has been said about him. People are wondering about his state of mind. But he played like a, mon- a man possessed on Saturday. 
It did indeed. Um, and he's been doing quite well at training, I must be honest. But the level of the competition in the squad at the moment is such that everybody that gets an opportunity has got to play. You saw how Gian Hoto played when he came off the bench as well. When uh, Nzovu came on, when uh, Zungu came on, anybody that gets given a chance, you do see the edge to want for them to be able to do better and make sure that they contribute uh, wholesomely to the performance of the team. Let's talk now about the issue that caught a lot of people by surprise. The coach mentioned before the game, actually, that he thanks the chairman for for um, accepting his request to go home to Germany because it's a family matter. Firstly, for you, I mean, it got so many people talking, but the club was clear in the statement. Firstly, when did the matter of a family emergency come to the club's attention? Yeah, we've known about it for over 10 days uh, ago uh, when um, the emergency occurred. So we've known about it um, and we've been kept abreast minute by minute, day by day about it. And it was one of those where um, he had to take a decision on what was in his interest. Obviously, there was also the issue of the FIFA break coming. So it was a timing thing. Does it go now? Does it go during the FIFA break? Um, and with somebody in the position that he finds himself, he needed to take a decision and take everything into account. But what is said, Tabiso, is that when you do find somebody that says, as you're correctly saying it, before the game, that he's got an emergency, and he's upfront. He did not run away. He did not keep quiet. He did not leave in a, in, in a very mischievous way or Nicodemus way. He said it upfront in an interview to say that he's got a pressing matter. For anybody to be able to second guess the club's intention, and notwithstanding the fact that we had made a, a comment that we circulated on our social media platforms, and you'd expect that people that are responsible particularly in your field, to be able to have the trouble that you have, to look for somebody from the club to say, we do read your statement. Is there anything you want to add to it? Or are we reading too much into what we suspect may be the truth? And people are putting two and two and, and, and getting to ten. And unfortunately, people are citing the Mitchell incident. But people forget that Mitchell actually resigned before he left. So those two issues are not comparable. And how does somebody that wins a derby, wins 3-0, still want to resign and leave from the club? Because at no stage, either before the match, after the match, and indeed from the, from, from the statement the club read, had anybody spoken about resignation? And then you see uh, comments uh, like, coach gone, uh, coach says his goodbyes. It's quite insensitive, particularly for somebody that is dealing with a family emergency and has asked, for compassionate leave from the club. And we've acceded to it because before we were sports administrators, we were parents. And we belong, we, we, we belong to communities. So if somebody asks for permission to go and you're second-guessing everybody's uh, intentions, I think, it's, I think it's unfair and I think it's rather unfortunate. Yes, it is. And you're saying that nobody bothered to check with the club because we saw the headlines. I was also getting calls to say the coach has resigned. How much do we know about this? So I have not received one single call except from SAFM to be able to verify about what is taking place. This is the first call that I'm getting since Saturday. 
Yeah. And and Flo, just judging by what you're saying, you're saying that you knew about this 10 days before the derby. It seems like you left the decision to, to the coaches, the club. You didn't say, no, stay for the derby, no, go during the break. You left it for, for the coaches. It because it's a family matter and it's a private matter and it comes before even any football, I guess. Well, it, it, like you're correctly saying, it's, it's a private matter and it's a family it's a family issue. He needed to take the call. He could have opted to go long before then. He could have opted to go a week ago. Um, so at any given time, the one courtesy that we received from him was that he kept us informed about the situation. So at any given time, we knew from about 10 days ago exactly what it is that was happening. And we've just had to give him the support like any other human being would. We needed to give him support, give him encouragement. But you could see his, his predisposition. Even in the previous matches, if you saw the body language, he was not the same Jay-Z that we knew because at the back of his head, he knew what he was going through. And all that we can do is to be able to keep him in our thoughts and our prayers and hope the situation changes so that um, at least he's be able to take it off his head and focus on what he does best, and that is to coach the Pies Football Club. Yeah, and I think you've answered the next question about his demeanor there. You've touched on that. And just to end the speculation now, there is some information that we've gathered that it has something to do with his son. How much can you tell us? And if you can't say much, we also respect since it's a private yeah, I'm, matter. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that the club has, has, has wanted to leave it as a private matter. And I think let's leave it at that. Until such time that if he feels that he wants to talk about it on his return, then by all means, let him do that. We've given him the respect and the privacy we've made sure that we're not going to talk about it suffice to wait for him to come back and i think we'd want to leave it at that the statement says he'll be back is that how confident you are or is it an indication that it's a matter that can hopefully be sorted out and it's not an issue of life or death um you're putting me on the spot I, I, I don't want to be presumptuous to put it so much as a life and death but i think from where are from where we are the issue that the coach is going to come back because he's got the responsibility that he's left. He's got a club that he's got to coach. Um, he's got an obligation to be able to make sure that he delivers on the mandate that he has at the club. So for my part, he's going to come back. He will be back. Do you expect him to be back before the second leg? Um, I don't know. It's an ongoing thing. As we touch base every day with him on the phone, he'll indicate what is it that he wants to do and we'll take it from there. And will you be putting measures in place now in case he's not able to return for the second leg? Have you put um, measures I, in place? I think I think for us the most important thing is the game against Lofford and Celtics on Wednesday. Wednesday I yeah. think everybody's focus should be on the game against Celtics on Wednesday. We'll talk about the derby thereafter. It's important for us to put our best foot forward as we did, and to be able to make sure that we get a result. So will the assistant coach lead the team on Wednesday then? That one he is will, clear. He will indeed. Yes. And Floyd, on that note, now uh, we will leave that matter. I think you've clarified it. We'll take a few voice notes. But um, is there a time frame that the club is working on in case the coach does not return? Are you giving him a certain amount of no. time or you'll take we, the tube from him, like you said? We, 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 we don't even want to get there. Mm. So I think we're dealing with sensitive matter that has got a lot riding on it. So when you give somebody compassionate leave, you're doing it because sincerely and genuinely that he does need a compassion. And you can't keep strangleholds to say, we'll give you so much time because anything is possible. And we'd rather leave it at that. Yeah. 
And you've already touched on the first two games of the season. It was a slow, a slow start. How do you sum up the, the, the whole start to the season, including the cup games? You're fairly poor uh, by all my standards. Uh, but we're also mindful of the fact that getting a team together uh, and having to integrate the new players is not is not easy. So uh, it's one of those to say that uh, we've had to integrate a lot of new players that we've brought into the group. We've obviously elevated the standard from where we were two seasons ago and certainly last season. And uh, some of these are birth pains. I'm sure we'll get it right. And what are the expectations for this season? Like any other season, Tavi. So when you compete in the Premier Division, you're competing to win the league. We're not different. We're just going to take a quick break and we've got a couple of voice notes, I believe, mostly about the game and we'll let Floyd respond to those that he can. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. For those voice notes, 061-4104-107. Let's play a few of them. Good evening, members. Remember, I'm happy with the Barras performance. Uh, I split the defense only. I think the defense level is doing a good job. But for me, it's got try against Kyachis, but you know what? That Kyachis defense is weak. So we, we couldn't open up Amazulu. We couldn't open up Captain City very well. So I'm not convinced in the final third. Uh, that's a shift that is limping. So I wish to see more dominance. Happy Monari is there. He kept a different, he gave us a different shape. But you know what? Overall, I'm I'm happy we got a win against Chiefs. It's a derby. But you know what? For the performance of the team, we are not dominating teams, man. We don't threaten teams as much as we should be. So, with the quality we have, we should be putting teams their own in their own half. Chiefs had the ball, more ball in the second half than we we did. So you know, for me, let's hope. Remember Tulane from Holland. On the issue of the coach, we'll wait until the end of the month or probably next week to to hear that everything is clear. Can you clarify the issue of uh, the video analyst, Michael Lofman? Did the contract end or it just a mutual agreement with the club that is leaving since the coach also went on holiday, on uh, emergency at home? Thanks. Member. You know, South African media, uh, especially print, I, some of them, I think they just shoot them from the street because the headlines sometimes they just go south, to be honest with you. But at the end of the day, they need to sell their papers or publications. So, yeah. Let's see between CIV live and direct from Pretoria. Thank you. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. Uh, Joseph Zimbawa is not coming back. End of story. There's a lockdown in Germany, which started yesterday, the 1st of uh, November. There's a lot of restrictions in the airport, there are a lot of restrictions in the airport there and here in South Africa. So Zimbabwe is not coming back. Finish and clear. Okay, thanks for those voice notes. There was a question about Michael Loftman, the video analyst of Floyd. He tweeted um, that today was his last day at the club. Uh, they just wanted to know the reason behind his departure. Is it linked with the coach going back to Germany? No, no, no. Um, I think he, he spoke about him being the last day. He was serving his notice period. Um, Michael has uh, left the club, obviously, to follow 
uh, a different child. He's an analyst by profession, but he, he also is a coach. So I think he's got his own views and ideas about what he wants to do with his future. And all that the club can do is to wish him the very best in his endeavors. But it is nothing that uh, that's related to the coach. Like I said, he was saving his notice period mm. at the end of the month. So we've known about this for, for a whole month now. Okay, it was just coincidental that he tweeted on the same day as the derby. Oh, well, it was, yes. The last day of the month, I guess. Absolutely. Just on that note of, of, of departures, I mean, we spoke to Augustine Mulenga a few weeks ago. He said to us directly that he's the one that asked the club to release him uh, because he wasn't playing. In a situation like that, do you grant the player's wishes? Do you weigh up your options? Do you try and convince him to stay? Or if the player says, I want to leave, do you just let him leave? There's no easy answer. There's no one size fits all. I think every case will be dealt with on its own merits. When you look at the number of times that the player is playing, um, the technical team has got uh, a huge influence in terms of some of the decisions that get taken, particularly with regards to players. And, um, yeah, it was one of those. I think, like I said, um, he wanted to leave. Um, He was not getting game time. And I think it's also complicated by the fact that he's a national team player in Zambia. Yes, yes, he said that. So when he's not getting game time, um, and he can't be guaranteed game time, it it poses a problem on either side. And it's one of those where we needed to, to accede to that request. Um, being the gentleman that he is, the way that he conducted himself uh, when he came here. And to think that when you got him, he obviously won him over because Zamalek were after him even at the same time. And he opted to come for London Pirates. So we knew that there was nothing untoward about him. We took it in good faith, in good spirit. And I think those are some of the relationships that you engender with players to say when there's good faith, when everybody knows where they are, you certainly accede and you consider and accede to those requests. Uh, before I go to the line, the, uh, on Justin Shonga's departure also caught a lot of people by surprise. Why do you think he didn't live up to expectations at the club? Because he came with a big reputation. Yeah, I don't want to second guess. I think uh, these, these things take time. Uh, he may have found it difficult to settle down. I don't know. I don't want to second guess, Tabiso. Uh, it wouldn't be unfair. It would be unfair of me. Okay, let's go to the lines. Romeo and Kuruman, good evening. Good evening, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Floyd Mbele is listening. Yes, uh, even also to to your guest, Mr. Mbele. Uh, my question was, my question is actually, uh, the, the 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 problem with centre backs. We we keep on loaning players. Why is it Paris one of the uh, one of the teams that keep on loaning players? We, right now, like we are struggling with our centre backs, and we have loaned two centre backs. And also, my last question to Mr. Mbele was, uh, uh, is Paris done saying? Thank you very much. Okay, he wants to know if Paris is done signing and he says that he's is concerned about the centre-backs. Uh, well, the window period is still open until the end of the month, so you can never say never. Um, so I I can't put my head down and say, look, no, we, we have, we've finished signing. Or that there's anybody in particular that is coming. Yeah. I think uh, the next couple of days, next couple of matches will give an indication. The technical team will be looking thoroughly at whether they have a solid team to be able to compete for for the marathon. And yeah, it will be a meeting of minds that will eventually determine whether uh, we still have uh, two more or so or that we are, we are done in the market. 
The question about loaning players, I think maybe we just need a different a different time and a different schedule to be able to talk about some of these things because mm. um, people need to understand what the policy is from a club point in terms of people getting game time, people being signed, and how ready are they? These questions were never asked when Temungosi Lodge was signed from Maluti, loaned up to Keton All-Stars, loaned out to Chipa, and when the moment was right, he was brought back. Was brought back. Innocent Maida, exactly the same thing. We loaned him out to Thunder Royal Zoo. Nobody said anything. He came back, he's in the Bafana Bafana. Mtogosi loaned out to Pemfontein Celtics, brought back competition again, loaned out again to Golden Arrows. So I I don't think I'll do justice to it if I spoke for five minutes as if it's a news clip about how is it that the question about learning players works. And it happens all over. It's just that uh, sometimes supporters have got their own favorites, and when they don't see them, it, it becomes cause for concern. But I think as a principle, you look at any of the teams that are there, um, they loan players out. Uh, the team, it, 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 become, it becomes something that you see because you can't guarantee game time for whatever reason because the technical team feel perhaps he's not suited, he's not ready, uh, or whatever the case may be. So you send the player out on loan, you monitor the player, you get reports about the progress of the player, and the time is right, the player comes back, and they take their rightful position at the club, and they compete. It's it's as simple as that. But I do not want to simplify it anymore. That's something that perhaps we need a bit of time to be able to talk about what is this that people talk about when they talk about loading a player out and what is the desired outcome. Then we're having a fruitful conversation. That's fine. We'll make time for that because I would love to understand why Tabukotolan has returned to Marisbeck. A lot of people felt he could fight for his place in Absolutely. the team this season. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Floyd, as we wrap up now, just the last one about Memela. I mean, was it a money issue because the club did say talks were still going on with him in that statement or was it an issue about game time? Why could you not find each other because he had seemed to be an available member of the team? Um, let's just say we didn't find each other, uh, Tabiso. Again, you see, I, I, I do not want to talk about players that are no longer at the club as if we're waiting for them to leave for us to, to make mention of some of the things that mm. are happening. I think we respect the contribution of the club. We value their contribution of the club. And if they so choose to be able to carry their careers elsewhere, then uh, let's part ways. Um, and we never know what the, the future holds. The last one is for you. I mean, how do you deal with, with, with the pressure or how you do you deal with the criticism? Because once things don't go, go, go wrong at the club, you're always the first one to take the blame. It's either you or it's either Askrima Chabalal and people accuse you of all sorts of things. I mean, how do you handle that? And for those who don't understand, how do you describe your role at the club, Floyd? Look, I, th- I think that the pressure comes with the job, Tabiso. Um, when you are at the epicenter of, uh, of any war, because football is war, uh, we're fighting for points every other day. We're fighting to be at the top of the ladder. It, it, comes, it comes with a trade. As long as the people that employ you are satisfied with the input that you're making, that you're sticking to your role, that you're not overstepping your mandate, then you're fine. You, you sleep peacefully at night because if I was doing anything untoward, I'm sure the club would have called me up by now to say, uh, do this or please move away from the club. I'm here over 15 years, so it's not a coincidence. I've been through a double travel. I've been to CAF Champions League final, been to Confederations Cup final. So mine has got nothing to do with technical. 
I'm the administrative manager. I deal with administrative issues. That is why we don't have players that play with a lot of booking. That is why we don't have problems with players that are cautioned and are become available or that there are problems with registration. There's a lot that happens in the background and my role is fine where it is. I don't want the public eye. I don't want the glory. I don't want to be that. I want to be part of a team that Orlando Pirates is where everybody contributes equally to the success and everybody takes collective responsibility when the success doesn't come. It's that simple. And you enjoy your job? I'm very satisfied. I'm very happy where I am. Okay. Floyd, Mr. Floyd Mbele, thank you very much sir, for taking our call and speaking to us on SAFM tonight. We appreciate the update. I'm sure the fans also have some information now about the club. They've been asking for us to speak to Paris and I'm glad you were able to accept our invite tonight. Thanks for the two Thank you. That's Orlando Paris Administrator, Administrative Manager, Mr. Floyd Mbele. You had him there. His job has nothing to do with technical matters. His job is administrative only and that's what he focuses on at the club and that's why there are no bookings and no players playing with bookings there or, or players on suspensions. But we're going to move right along. If you still have voice notes, still send them 061-4104-107. You can tell us what you make of what's been said uh, tonight and uh, you can send them to 061-4104-107. But we-